konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Japan update from the 26th of October 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. On Monday the 24th, Finance Minister Shunichi Suzuki announced that necessary steps will be taken against the excessive volatility in the foreign exchange market. He told reporters that the government was, quote, monitoring developments in the currency market with a high sense of urgency, end quote. The dollar, which had traded in the upper 149 yen level early Monday the same day, plunged into the 145 yen zone shortly after Suzuki's remarks, since the market had speculated that the government had made an intervention. However, the exchange rate returned to the 149 yen against the dollar shortly afterwards. Since the first yen buying dollar selling market intervention, which took place on the 22nd of September, Financial markets have been nervous about another secret intervention. However, the government has not confirmed whether it has intervened again. Many analysts say that the market intervention is seen as a last resort move and its impact could only be limited. The yen remains weak against the dollar, reflecting the widening interest rate gap between Japan and the United States. The economy is not doing well, and neither is its minister. On Monday the 24th, Japan's economic revitalization minister, Daishiro Yamagiwa, resigned after prosecutors found out that he had ties with the former Unification Church, or UC, a controversial religious group some call a cult. As we mentioned in last week's show, the UC is under investigation for suspicious marketing practices and the huge donations it has encouraged its followers to make. Connections have been found between some members of the ruling Liberal Democratic Party or LDP, and the UC. On the following day, Prime Minister Fumio Kishida appointed former Health, Labor, and Welfare Minister Shigeuki Goto, a lawmaker of the LDP, as the Economic Revitalization Minister. Goto said that he will act steadily in response to economic challenges, such as surging energy prices and the weakening of the yen against the US dollar. He also told reporters that he had no ties with the UC. Moving on, the official documents of the Games Organizing Committee, which was in charge of the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympic Games, are now available at the Metropolitan Central Library in Minato-ku, Tokyo. On Tuesday the 25th, nearly 4,000 documents regarding the preparation of the tournament, newsletters, mascot character designs, amongst others, were released. However, sponsorship contract materials related to the corruption case surrounding the games were not disclosed. As we mentioned in previous shows, Haruyuki Takahashi, a former executive of the organizing committee, is under investigation for alleged bribery cases over sponsorship deals. He denies receiving bribes worth about $1.3 million. In some tech news, a group of robotics researchers unveiled a mechanical avatar of Taro Kono the Minister of Digital Reform, to the press on Friday the 21st. Apparently, this is the first robot doppelganger of a serving government minister in the world. The Kono avatar is part of a research and development project led by Ishiguro and backed by the government. The testing period began in 2020 and is set to run until 2025. The research group is set to proceed with remote control demonstration tests with the Robo Kono. Minister Kono tested the robot himself at the press event and seemed pleased with the results. He said that he can now send his avatar to various places and communicate without having to go there himself. On another note, after it was pointed out that Iran was providing drones to Russia, 
About 30 Ukrainians living in Japan protested in front of the Iranian embassy in Tokyo on Sunday, the 23rd. Participants held up signs saying, quote, Don't send weapons to Russia, and, quote, Iran must stop supporting terrorism, end quote. The Iranian government has denied being involved in Russia's attacks on Ukraine. But the European Union and the United States have said that Iran provided drones were used in the attacks. On Tuesday, the 25th, Prime Minister Kishida pledged to provide heating and other protection equipment against the cold to Ukraine as the country's war with Russia heads into the winter months. An international conference on aid for Ukraine was held in Berlin, and Kishida joined with a video message to support Ukraine's reconstruction efforts since Russia invaded the country in late February. Kashida said Tokyo has shared with Kiev its experience in sorting and reusing debris from the massive earthquake and tsunami that devastated northeastern Japan in March 2011. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, who took part in the conference virtually, said Russia's attacks have destroyed over a third of the country's facilities in the energy sector. He also said, quote, Russia destroys everything to make it harder for us to survive this winter, end quote. Kashida reiterated that Japan strongly condemns Russia's missile attacks on civilians and civilian facilities in Ukraine, as well as its threats to use nuclear weapons. Following Kashida's pledge, Ukrainian lawmakers visiting Japan showed gratitude when they held a press conference in Tokyo before wrapping up their 12 day trip to the country on Wednesday, the 26th. On the same day, senior diplomats of Japan, the United States, and South Korea agreed to strengthen nuclear deterrence against North Korea's military threat, since Pyongyang could carry out its seventh nuclear test. The gathering was held after North Korea held a series of ballistic missile launches, including one earlier this month that flew over the Japanese archipelago for the first time in five years. Following a flurry of recent provocative actions by Pyongyang, Washington, and its two East Asian allies, Tokyo and Seoul are boosting their defense cooperation. They conducted their first joint anti submarine exercise in five years in late September, as well as joint drills to detect ballistic missiles early this month. In some entertainment news, the 35th Tokyo International Film Festival was held on Monday, the 24th, after a three year halt due to the pandemic. For the first time in three years, local and foreign film directors and actors walked the red carpet. And responded to cheers of the fans. 1,695 films from 107 countries and regions applied to compete in this year's festival, and 15 films were nominated. The festival will be held until the 2nd of November, and a total of 169 works will be screened. On Sunday, the 23rd, Emperor Naruhito and Empress Masako attended the opening ceremony of an art and culture festival in Okinawa Prefecture. Emperor Naruhito said that he is sincerely pleased that art and cultural festivals are being held in Okinawa, since this year marked the 50th anniversary of Japan's getting back control of the southern island prefectures from the United States. Okinawa was the site of the biggest ground battle in Japanese soil during World War II. The battle caused 200,000 casualties, and half of them were civilians. The UNESCO advisory body approved a mountain railway development plan. Prepared by Yamanashi Prefecture, where Mount Fuji is located. Yamanashi Prefecture Governor Nagasaki said at a press conference on Tuesday, the 25th, that it was reassuring to receive a positive evaluation from UNESCO 
and expressed his intention to consult carefully with the many dissenting local communities before starting the works. Recall that in 2013, Mount Fuji was registered as a World Heritage Site. According to Yamanashi Prefecture's plan, the railway will be a 30-kilometer provincial toll road connecting to the fifth station at an altitude of about 2,300 meters near Fuji-Yoshida Interchange on the outskirts of the Yamanashi Prefecture. Speaking of Fuji, Snow Park Yeti at the second station of Mount Fuji, which is known as the, quote, first ski resort to open in Japan, end quote, started operating on Friday the 21st. About 400 skiers and snowboarders visited the resort on the reopening day. Skiers and snowboarders dressed up in colorful costumes took turns skiing to celebrate the beginning of the snow season. Artificial snowmaking equipment ran for 10 days from the 11th of October and covered the slope with about 550 tons of snow. The resort is scheduled to run until the 31st of March, 2023. And that's it for this week. You may not know it, but Rorschach provides updates for some other countries too. If you know anybody who might be interested, let them know. Ready? Here they are, west to east. Argentina, Venezuela, Spain, Nigeria, Poland, Serbia, Turkey, Malawi, Ethiopia, and Georgia. Think of anybody? Remember, you can contact us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Matane! Matane!